Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks for listening to the best of Outkick the Coverage podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the Coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis on Fox Sports Radio. couple of questions for everybody out there, um, and I'll bring in the crew to debate these as well. We have got uh, the NBA playoffs that will officially start on Saturday. The NBA regular season ended last night. And coincidentally, also the NHL officially began as well. We already have two, I would say, fairly substantial, if not three fairly substantial upsets out of the first five games in the NHL playoffs. That's because in the NHL, you legitimately have no idea what might happen every night in the playoffs. The Tampa Bay Lightning were the best team by far in the NHL in the regular season. They went up 3-0 at home, and then the Columbus Blue Jackets scored four unanswered to win game one on the road. Uh, The St. Louis Blues have been on fire They came uh, into Winnipeg. Remember last year, it seemed like Winnipeg might be about to turn the corner. They came into Winnipeg and won game one, two to one. And the Dallas Stars went on the road, came back from a 1-0 deficit, beat the Preds in game one in Nashville. So there are five games that were played last night in the NHL. Three of them, game one, one versus eight, two versus seven, three versus six, four versus five, theoretically, I know the way the NHL seeds, and three of the five pulled off upsets, which is why the NHL playoffs are worth watching because you legitimately have no idea what might happen from one series to the next. In the flip side, by and large, there are no upsets in the NBA, 
but I want to bring in the crew, and as we go through these matchups, you can only watch one series in the NBA, first round. Which one would you pick? And for those of you out there just waking up, here are the matchups. Nets 76ers, Magic Raptors, Clippers Warriors, Spurs Nuggets. All right, that is Saturday's action. Sunday's action, Pacers Celtics, Thunder Trailblazers, Pistons Bucks, Jazz Rockets. Those are your eight different NBA playoff series. Which one do I think that if I could only watch one of them, which one would I watch? I just I, I don't even know that there's going to be that many great first-round matchups, but I might go Jazz Rockets because I feel like Utah and Houston are both playing pretty well coming down the stretch run of the season. And as a result, while I think the Rockets are going to win this series, I think it'll be really, really competitive and I think it'll be a high-end uh, series, and I'm not confident that much in the other series that they will be that good. I do think Thunder Trailblazers will likely be pretty good too. Those would be my top two picks. Danny G, where would you go if you uh, if you had to buy in on the NBA playoffs and pick one series to watch every game of? What would you take? Well, last night I was watching Ralph Lawler and the Clippers celebrate his 40 years with the team. He's their famous TV broadcaster. He has that famous oh me, oh my line. Uh, They sent him off. Well, he gets to obviously stay around for the, the playoffs. And he told everybody during the television broadcast last night that the Clippers are going to upset the Warriors. So I'm sure Ralph Lawler would not lie <laughs> to any of us. So I wa- Oh, me, oh, my. Thank you, Roberto. So... I, I want to say that I am curious to see what kind of switch, if there is a quote-unquote switch that the Warriors are going to turn on for the playoffs, are they just going to sweep their way through the playoffs? It would be wild. I mean, it would be awful for the NBA if the Golden State Warriors went 16-0. and Now, I don't think they'll go 16-0 and because I don't think they have the drive to get up for every game uh, like they have. I mean, what, they went 16-1, and in the first year coming back uh, after Kevin Durant went there, right? Yeah, correct. Correct. I mean, like, they, they only lost one game to the uh, to the Cavs in the finals, like game three maybe, or was it game four? I can't even remember um, in that series. But they came very close to going 16-0. and um, I don't think they have the drive because I think they know they're substantially better than everybody else. Uh, but that would be awful for the NBA because I, I think this year the NBA not having LeBron James – I think, I don't know about you, but I think the amount of interest in the playoffs is going to dive substantially. Now, there are at least four teams, I would say, in the East who can think, hey, we could make the NBA Finals. And that's substantially different maybe than in years past when LeBron was in the East. I still think the challenge is that other than the Rockets, I'm not sure anybody can legitimately give the Warriors a run and uh, we wouldn't see the Rockets now until the uh, the finals of the Western Conference. And I'm not 100% sure the Rockets will give the Warriors a run either because the Warriors seem to have turned it on. I know they lost last night to Memphis, but down the stretch, I think they went 7-1 and one and basically seemed to kind of hit their stride. And uh, I would expect for that to continue. Uh, Eddie Garcia, I know you're a big hockey guy. First of all, uh, were you impressed uh, by the opening night of the NHL? 
uh, with three different teams pulling off upsets, which is just, I mean, perfect for the Stanley Cup finals because you, uh, Stanley Cup playoffs, because you never have any idea what's going to happen. Uh, but which series also would you draft in the NBA if you had to draft the one to watch every game? Uh, yeah, the NHL playoffs with five games, it was a hockey palooza. Uh, and of course, as you've mentioned, highlighted by that Blue Jackets epic comeback against Tampa Bay. But in the NBA, if I had to pick uh, one first-round series to watch, I think maybe Oklahoma City against Portland. I, I think the the I know that uh, Portland's the three seed, but I think Oklahoma City is would be probably be favored to win that series with with Russell Westbrook and uh, Paul George, and uh, I think they they swept the Blazers in the uh, regular season four games to nothing. So. Yeah, the Blazers, I'm not sure at the series uh, odds. I haven't seen those yet, but the Blazers are uh, just a three-point favorite in uh, game one, which will be played Sunday in uh, Portland. So that is so far of the opening odds. That is the uh, the lowest uh, of the games uh, in terms of somebody being favored uh, as a home team. That's not very much at all. Uh, Dub, which series would you draft? Well, my bias draft would be the Spurs and Nuggets because this Nuggets team has never been here before. They're very young, so we don't really know how they'll respond, and they split the season series 2-2. But an uh, upset I think that could happen is Brooklyn over the 76ers because we've heard reports recently Joel Embiid isn't exactly healthy. He may not be ready for the start of this series. And the Nets are a fun team, and they can get hot, and I could see them pushing this series to 6 or 7 and maybe even pulling off the upset. Yeah, 76ers are seven and a half point favorite in week one, uh, game one. So there isn't a lot of anticipation of an upset in the uh, in the NBA in general. Uh, the only one that, and you hit on it, uh, Eddie Garcia, the only one that has a, uh, a really close, I would say, opening line uh, where it's within a basket or so is the Thunder Trailblazers. Uh, everybody else is a six or so point favorite or more in their uh, in their home opener. Let me bring in uh, Roberto, and then I'll bring in Eddie Garcia and get us an update. But, Roberto, who would you take? I'll go with uh, the th- the Thunder and the Blazers just because uh, the, th- the Thunder were kind of a mess down towards the end of the season. They weren't playing really well. And then I'll also say maybe the Pacers and the Celtics just because the Celtics were favored to be, like, the number one team after LeBron left to come play, for, to the Lake, to play with the Lakers. And it's, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how the Celtics play this, this first series against the Pacers. Eddie Garcia, what you got for me? Got a Geico scoreboard, and we'll start with the NBA. We had the final night of the regular season. Let's check the Eastern Conference playoff picture. Thunder beat the Bucks 127-116, while the Pistons clinched the final playoff spot with a 115-89 win over the Knicks. So it'll be Milwaukee, the one seed in the East, taking on Detroit, the eighth seed in that first round. Magic over the Hornets, 122-114. Orlando is the seventh seed. They'll face Toronto, the second seed in the opening round. 76ers beat the Bulls, 125-109, while the Nets knock off the Heat, 113-94. In his final game of his NBA career, Dwayne Wade had triple-double for Miami, but Philadelphia is the three-seed. They'll face Brooklyn, the six-seed in the first round, and the Pacers edge the Hawks 135-134. Indiana is the five-seed. They'll face Boston, the four-seed in the opening round. NHL opening night of the Stanley Cup playoffs. The Blue Jackets were down 3-0 after the first period, stormed back for a 4-3 win over Tampa Bay on the road. Islanders in overtime edged the Penguins 4-3. It was the Blues edging the Jets 2-1. It was the Stars getting by the Predators 3-2, and the Sharks knock off the Golden Knights. 5-2. to two. The support brought to you by True Car. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. We'll be back to outkick the coverage in 10 seconds, but first, a word from Farmers. At Farmers Insurance, we know a roof can withstand a lot. One exception being an airborne car. 
Seen it, covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Now back to Clay Travis and the Geico Outkick the Covered Studios. NHL playoffs got underway. I want to give credit to the NHL in general. Um, I don't know if you guys saw this story, but somebody in Canada went back through Jordan Bennington, who's the goalie for the St. Louis Blues, old tweets, and found a couple of like borderline appropriate tweets. And they were trying to make a big deal of it in, in advance of their series against Winnipeg. And I, I love this response. I don't even know if you guys saw it. Um, but I absolutely loved this response because I think it's how every team and every league should respond to old tweet controversies. You know how it's become a trend where somebody's a little bit famous and everybody goes back through their old tweets and they're like, oh my God, when this person was 14 years old, they said X or Y or whatever it was. And it's like, oh my God, this was homophobic or this was uh, racist or this was sexist or whatever it was. And then it turns into a huge story and everybody's like uh, kind of in an uproar. This was, I love this response. I want to get everybody's opinion on this. Uh, The NHL Deputy Commissioner uh, Bill Daly responded to a request for comments on uh, this uh, player's old tweets. I think they were six years old. And uh, he said, obviously, we don't condone public comments that could be perceived as insensitive. But based on what we've been made aware of to this point, we don't believe there's any basis to specifically address or even comment on five-year-old social media posts from a player who wasn't even part of the National Hockey League at the time. How great of an answer is that? In this era where everybody's perpetually outraged, and I understand that there is an irony here when you say, we don't believe there's any basis to specifically address or even comment, you're specifically addressing and commenting by releasing a comment, but I love this. I wish every team and every league would respond to any old tweet controversy by saying, Based on what we've been made aware of at this point, we don't believe there's any basis to specifically address or even comment on five-year-old social media posts from a player who wasn't even part of the National Hockey League at this time. Even better would be teenage tweets that people go back and find. Uh, you know, like, he was four. I would just love for a team or a league to come back and say, he was 14, get a life. Uh, when asked for official comment, the NHL said, and I quote, he was 14, get a life. You know, I would, or or a, a team, you know, like uh, it, like Dante DiVincenzo when he got in trouble because people went back and looked at his tweets where he's quoting rap lyrics. Uh, the uh, the Villanova, you know, team responded as follows. He was 15 years old. Get a life. Uh, I haven't seen a team or league do this, but I find it encouraging because it's easy to set precedents. And I think most people respond to this story and say, you know what? Good for the league, good for the team. This is the way to handle these false outrage discussions. And also, uh, the next step I would take is, I think we ought to start ridiculing the people who are spending their free time going and searching through five- or six-year-old tweets to try to find offensive comments. And I make the word, I put the word offensive in quotes because if you weren't offended five or six years ago, can you be retroactively offended by things that people said way in the past? I mean, to me, this is just a ridiculous uh, storyline that we have uh, decided to give legitimacy to. And also, I tweeted out last night, only 22% of the American public are on Twitter. 
And I understand when you're on social media, it can feel all-encompassing and like that's all that exists. But when only 22% of the population is on Twitter at all, and when a tiny percentage of those people are active users of Twitter, we're allowing a just a tiny, tiny pinprick of the overall universe to impact the way that we cover sports in a crazily aggressive manner. Uh, do you guys love this response as much as I do, Danny G? Just out of curiosity, what were the tweets about? Uh, I, don't, I don't remember exactly. Okay. I think I, I saw one or two of them. One of them was like, hey, when somebody who's Muslim is going through security and uh, they are with someone who's in a burqa, how do they know that that's the person in the driver's license photo? Oh, jeez. Yeah. So, I mean, look, it's not revolutionary humor. It's not, yeah. you know, like outlandish, uh, you know, pro, you know, craziness. It's like but, our caller from Kentucky who tries to land jokes on the show sometimes. Yeah, right. I mean, it's just something that a young guy could awkwardly tweet out to his buddies, you know, trying to do his comedy routine. And, I, you know, it's not like some grand pronouncement of and, – and I want to get into another part of this story too – uh, because I thought these two uh, angles were two diametrically opposed angle, and let me go ahead and get into that. I, I, I was I thought it was interesting because I saw this NHL commentary, and simultaneously I saw Nick Bosa, who the expectation is might be going number two overall in the draft after Kyler Murray. He might go number one overall, who knows? But he might be going number two overall in the draft to the San Francisco 49ers. and as a result, he said. He went back through all of his Twitter feed and deleted all of the pro Donald Trump uh, tweets that he had had on his Twitter feed because he was nervous about getting drafted by the San Francisco 49ers and he didn't want to have to answer for being a Donald Trump supporter. Now, this to me is really fascinating and I'm going to dive into it on the final segment of the show, but... Is there anything that you could have from a liberal perspective in your past as a college kid like Nick Bosa that you would have to delete? How crazy is it that we live in a world where being a uh, supporter of the president of the United States is so controversial for Nick Bosa that he's having to delete his tweets that are pro-Trump because he thinks he might get drafted by the San Francisco 49ers. Smart move, dumb move, sad move. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield 
wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service, they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Kumo tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installation near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their kumo test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Last night, three upsets in the five NHL games, the NHL series that began. 
The NBA playoffs are officially set. They will begin on Saturday. Uh, that is where we are in the universe of uh, the NHL and the NBA. We also have the Masters beginning. Um, and at the top of hour three, I will give you all of my Masters gambling picks in the final half hour before everybody officially tees off there. Uh, maybe a little bit at the end of hour two as well. But there are a couple of stories that to me were fascinating as uh, as we come down the stretch and get ready for the uh, NFL draft and also with the NHL playoffs starting. Uh, the goalie for the St. Louis Blues had a couple of uh, a little bit controversial tweets. They was trying to make jokes uh, about uh, about things, and I loved the response from the NHL because this has happened now a ton of times, no matter who you're a fan of, uh, whether college basketball, college football, NFL, NBA, where people go back through old tweets and they decide that they are offensive, um, and it turns into a big controversy. And the NHL basically kind of said, I've had enough of this, and I loved this comment. Obviously, we don't condone the public comments that could be perceived as insensitive, but based on what we've been made aware of to this point, we don't believe there's any basis to specifically address or even comment on five-year-old social media posts from a player who wasn't even part of the National Hockey League at the time. Boom. I love that. I wish every league and every team would follow that precedent. If somebody did something before they were employed by you, particularly if they were a young man, which is often the case, certainly in the world of sports, you just say, hey, he wasn't our employee at the time. We don't condone everything that our employees have done before they became our employees. But this is not something that we think is important for us to address because he hasn't done it since he was employed by us. Boom. I wish everybody would follow this precedent, every employer, everybody else. So I love what the NHL did there. On the flip side, Nick Bosa, former Ohio State defensive end, brother of Joey Bosa, uh, is a big Donald Trump supporter. And on his Twitter feed, he had been very positive about supporting Donald Trump. He also, by the way, ripped Colin Kaepernick for not standing for the national anthem. Well, now that he is set to be drafted and go into the NFL, his agent says, hey, by the way, the San Francisco 49ers have the number two overall pick. You might be going there. Maybe now is the time to go scrub your Twitter feed and remove your support for Donald Trump because the city of San Francisco is not necessarily a haven for Donald Trump's support. And so Nick Bosa has gone back through his Twitter feed and deleted all of his pro-Donald Trump support. And when I saw this story, what immediately jumped out to me is this would never happen for a far left-wing supporter, right? Uh, If you were a Bernie bro and you were getting drafted by the Dallas Cowboys or the Tennessee Titans or the New Orleans Saints – there's no way you would feel compelled to go back through your Twitter feed and scrub all of those tweets. If you were a supporter of, uh, of far-left-wing political activists, there would never be that expectation. And if it happened, people would say, oh my God, look at what's required. These athletes can't even have political opinions anymore. But for, uh, for Nick Bosa, I bet I'm the only person with a large platform who will say, this is crazy, I can't believe he feels the need to do this, I'm old school, rooting for the president to succeed, shouldn't be remotely controversial. So I want to bring in the crew, and my question for you out there, we're going to go to the OutKick jury, 877-996-6369. Good move, bad move, or sad move, which strikes you the most? I'm going to go with, it could be both. 
I, I can see this being a good move because it could theoretically eliminate the controversy, although saying that you're doing it is also allowing the story to exist, although in this era that we live in, I feel like somebody would go back and write a story about him deleting the tweets too, so you might as well just acknowledge that you're doing it. So I can see how it could be a good move. I also think more primarily and, 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 and honestly that it's just a sad move that you have political opinions and you're not allowed to share them in this country because the group that employs you or the fans of the group that employs you might not agree with your political opinions. This is, of course, incredibly ironic because the San Francisco 49er fans who supported Kaepernick are like, oh, every single player has the right to their own political opinions, but yet they probably are happy that Nick Bosa is scrubbing his Donald Trump support. And by the way, there is a difference between having your political opinions and making them known in a uniform at work versus what I've always defended. You should have the right on your social media accounts to be able to be as outspoken about what you believe as you want because you're not in uniform at work then. And I think that goes for every one of you out there right now. I think it's crazy that people lose their jobs over things that they post in the privacy of their own home on Facebook or Twitter or anywhere else. Um, relating to politics. So, Danny G, your thoughts when you heard this story. Good move, bad move, sad move. What emotion kind of strikes you the most here with Nick Bosa's decision? I guess I have mixed feelings on it because my first question to you after listening to your thoughts on it, you compared the other candidates to Donald Trump, but there's obviously way more controversy that swirls around Trump uh, especially with racism and, th- uh, you know, but I think, claimed I, I racism think, and things like that. So isn't it a lot different No, compared to, me, to the other candidates? No, I, I think how, that's... How is, that, how is it not? Well, first of all, it doesn't have to be a candidate. There are racists who are left-wingers out there that you can support, and people will say, oh, it's great for you to be supporting them. Like, for instance, Sean King, this uh, Black Lives Matter activist who's actually a white guy, like, he's wildly popular with many athletes, And I think he's a white guy, Uh, you know, that is, I think he's pretending to be black. And he sends out all sorts of racially inflammatory comments all the time. Or it could be, uh, you know, like Louis Farrakhan, who is racist. Like, if you go read his Twitter feed, it is as racist as racist can be. And I don't think anybody would be like, oh, you have to take down your support of Louis Farrakhan, right? So I, I fundamentally reject the idea, first of all, that Donald Trump is racist. I think that's a lazy accusation. Uh, and really? If so, if a player was tweeting Farrakhan stuff, you don't think people would tell him take that down? Oh no, I, I think that I think that that would be allowed. I don't. I, I don't think so. Yeah, I think so. So, so I don't. First of all, I think it's a lazy claim to say that Donald Trump is racist. And secondly, I think that he's the president of the United States. So, whether you like the president of the United States or not, the fact that it's considered to be uh, unacceptable to support the president of the United States if you're going to be a San Francisco 49er draft pick is, to me, insane. So I find it more sad than I do anything else. Uh, what about you, Dub? Your thoughts? I mean, I'm kind of with you. It To me, it's like the safe play. As agents, like, let's just get out in front of this. Let this not be an issue. But, yeah, it is a little sad that you, you can't voice your actual opinions because of the backlash that could potentially happen. Um, also... I could, you could also say that every agent should be telling everybody who's going into the pros, delete your Twitter account, right? Don't ever tweet anything 
Because unless, especially if you're a superstar, I don't think superstars gain anything by having social media accounts. Like The reason why LeBron James matters is because of how he does on the basketball court. Peyton Manning didn't have a Twitter or an Instagram account, and he did pretty well. For most of his career, Tom Brady didn't have a Twitter account. He just signed up for Twitter in the last couple of weeks, and he's done pretty well. I think if if you're an athlete and you're a borderline good athlete, I think that social media can be phenomenal for you because it can give you a voice and let people know you exist. Like our buddy Jeff Schwartz, who comes on every Friday, we've had this discussion. For him, social media has been fantastic because he's a relatively anonymous offensive lineman. Uh, Pat McAfee's a great example, uh, kicker for the Colts. I mean, that's been fantastic for him because otherwise people wouldn't really know what their personalities are. And I think if you're a guy who's you know otherwise going to be fairly anonymous on an NFL team or an NBA team or whatever else it is, those guys can gain a lot from social media. But if you're a big-time superstar or even you're a young draft pick, I don't know that you gain very much at all. Uh, remember, it was a couple of years ago, or last year, I guess it was, Josh Allen, like on the day of the draft, people went back through it and uh, found things that he had tweeted out when he was a kid. And then uh, with uh, Laramie Tunsil, remember, suddenly he sends out a video because somebody hacked his account, which is amazing. It's like a Ballers uh, episode uh, of him smoking weed in a gas mask like an hour before the NFL draft. It was amazing. Uh, but I feel like most people don't gain very much from social media accounts in general. But my primary uh, thought on this is that it's just sad. Eddie, what's your what are your thoughts? I mean, I just think this is all about money. Ultimately, it's not really a freedom of speech issue. It's all about don't do anything controversial. To but isn't it crazy that being, being signed. a fan of the president of the United States is too controversial to get drafted by the San Francisco 49ers? It's not that controversial. I mean, 50 million people or whatever the number was, 60 million, I don't remember what the total number was, people voted for Donald Trump. It's not like he's advocating like, uh, you know, secession or something, you know, like where you're like, oh, wow, that's a really, or he's or he's coming out in favor of polygamy or something where it's like, whoa, you know, like that's a really aggressive political opinion. Like you can imagine how there could be a guy out there who's like, uh, you know, hey, gay marriage is legal now. I think polygamy should be legal. And you know what? If you read the Supreme Court decision, there's actually an argument that polygamy should be legal in this country, right? But if you were like a huge polygamist marriage activist, like if, and then you could be like, well, that's a little bit of a risque uh, perspective to adopt. Maybe don't focus on that. Maybe you need to delete those because 98% of the U.S. population might disagree with you or whatever the population would be. But half of Americans voted for Donald Trump. It's not that controversial of a thing to be a Donald Trump supporter. But Clay, I, I knew more 49er fans who were anti-Kaepernick than they were pro-Kaepernick. So I think the way the rest of the country thinks about California in general and especially the Bay Area I'm I'm not sure they understand what the Bay Area is like right well, now. Most uh, 49er fans wouldn't have a problem with Nick Bosa as long as he played football well on the field. Well, look, I think that's the way that most rational people think. That's been my argument for a long time. Ultimately, what matters is how good you are as an athlete, not anything else. I mean, and, and that goes for both good or bad things, right? Like, if you are a uh, – let's be honest. I mean, look, Tyreek Hill is an incredible player – he choked and punched his pregnant girlfriend before he got drafted into the NFL. And then we don't even know what happened. Like, he was evidently being investigated for child abuse in the offseason, and that story's kind of disappeared. He's really good at wide receiver. Before that, he was really good at returning kicks. People will forgive it. 
people will forgive virtually any flaw if you are good enough at your sport. I mean, that's the lesson of sports. That's my. That's why my uh, my lesson has always been: so long as your talent exceeds your problem, you will always be employed in the NFL or the NBA or anywhere else, no matter how bad you are off the court. So I do think that's the general lesson overall. Uh, but this is, to me, a, a pretty intriguing situation. I also agree with you, Danny G, that very often people paint with a broad brush, and, and it can go both ways, right? Like, I live in the city of Nashville, which is a fairly liberal city, right? The surrounding communities outside of Nashville are more conservative. So people hear Tennessee, and they're like, oh, everybody in Tennessee is a Donald Trump supporter. No, the city of Nashville overwhelmingly rejected Donald Trump's presidential candidacy. Similarly, you're in L.A., Beverly Hills voted for Donald Trump. So a lot of people out there are like, man, L.A. is such a liberal place. Yeah, as an overall city it is, but individual neighborhoods can be different. Beverly Hills, right there in the center of West L.A., they voted for Donald Trump. So even though he's an incendiary figure in in many people's lives in California, 40-some-odd percent of Californians still voted for Donald Trump. So, yes, you are painting with a broad brush when you say, hey, this city or this state or this community is all one thing or the other. But generally speaking, I think it's fair to say that San Francisco, probably of all of the cities in, uh, in the NFL, other than maybe New York, is probably the most liberal. And so I just think it's intriguing that Nick Bosa feels compelled to do this. Um, and you're right. I mean, there are San Francisco 49er fans who were who were in disagreement with Colin Kaepernick completely. And certainly the 49ers didn't keep him. But it is ironic to me that many of the people who are Colin Kaepernick supporters would also be like, yeah, Nick Bosa shouldn't be supporting the president of the United States. He should be deleting those tweets. Uh, which, again, to me goes to my point which is most people who claim they're defending the First Amendment typically aren't defending the First Amendment. They're defending the, the political beliefs that they have, right? Like, and, and, and I wrote in my book, uh, and, and I still think it's such a, such a fascinating question for most people, if Colin Kaepernick had taken a knee to oppose gay marriage being legal in uniform with the San Francisco 49ers, what would the reaction have been a lot of people would have said this guy shouldn't be allowed to play in the NFL anymore, particularly, particularly if he did it in the city of San Francisco. I like to just twist and think about like hypotheticals. This is maybe the lawyer in me, um, you know, to think about how if you subtly alter the facts, how does your opinion change? Um, if you believe, if you're a huge Colin Kaepernick guy, you're like, man, you know, raising the fist, I love everything about it. Does your opinion change if he takes a knee because he doesn't believe that gay marriage should be legal? Or what if he believes that abortion is murder, right? Like, just flip the politics of his perspective. How many people out there are like, oh, you know what? I definitely support Colin Kaepernick's right to take a knee because he believes abortion is murder during the national anthem. Oh, yeah, Colin Kaepernick should definitely be taking a knee during the national anthem because he believes that gay marriage should be illegal in the United States. A huge percentage of the people that support Colin Kaepernick would suddenly reject those beliefs and be like, no, the the NFL shouldn't allow this to happen. What are you talking about? You're not defending Colin Kaepernick's right to have First Amendment uh, speech if you are supporting only certain of his speech because you have the same political beliefs. Uh, Is it a smart move, sad move, bad move? Uh, Let's go to the outkick jury. 
Um, open phone lines. Who's first, Dub? Let's see if the phones work. Jose in Fremont. Jose in Fremont. What, what's your reaction to this? What's going on, fellas? Hey, check this out. I think it's a, I think it's a, it's a bad move. I'm not going to go into the politics side of it because it's not what we're talking about. But I think, you know, out here in California, you have to watch out what you say. Being a Hispanic Trump supporter, you're going to get scolded out here, which I think is ridiculous. But just because I support Trump doesn't mean that I agree with everything he does. That's not the case. But have you guys thought about maybe he did this, let this out deliberately? Maybe he doesn't want to play for the 49ers. A player like him, a Trump supporter, might be in a culture shock coming to San Francisco, and he might not want to go there. What do you think about that? Uh, it's interesting. Um, I mean, I think that would be even crazier if the San Francisco 49ers pass on the best pass rusher potentially in the draft, who we already know how impactful Nick Bosa has been when he's healthy with the L.A. Chargers, so the bloodlines are pretty good there because he supports Donald Trump. That's even crazier. Even crazier that that could potentially work, and I put work in quotation marks because it would be sad, but if there's somebody who's passing on him because he supports Trump. Who's up next, uh, Dub? Ollie in Connecticut. Ollie in Connecticut. What's up? <laughs> What's Ollie doing? I know. Is he like? Uh, is he like? Changing he's turning somewhere. Yeah, he's driving and turning. Somewhere. Oh, I'm good. I'm good. Oh, there he is. Hey, so real quick, um, um, probably serving in our in the world's greatest navy. Uh, no bias, so even though the President Trump is top of the uh, chain of command, uh, my main thing is. The political climate these for whatever reason. I mean, mostly because of the media, but I think with most of the leading tweets trying to save face, I mean, you should be able to have your own beliefs. And, you know, whoever drafts you, drafts you. shouldn't affect their employment. You know, um, a lot of people have their issues with Trump. Uh, and yeah, thanks for the call. No, thanks, the thanks for the service. Uh, here, here's my advice to callers. Pretend that I am talking to you every single time I go to a caller. If you start talking and you are not live on national radio, nobody else will know. But you will be prepared to speak when spoken to. If you do nothing, then we sit there and hear your turn signal for 20 <laughs> seconds. Clay Justin tweeted in, what's more defective, the phone lines or Clay's alarm? The alarm I just <laughs> checked, I didn't set. For anybody out there, I missed the first five or seven minutes of the show today because my alarm didn't go off. The positive is, this is a good positive, I can be woken up because I sleep with my phone on all the time. When did you start calling me the first time? Right at the uh, the top of the show. So. so I only saw two missed calls. So yeah. did you only call twice? I was calling you the third time right when you checked in with us. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So the second call woke me up. Um, all right. So uh, who's up next? Again, the lesson here. We have loaded lines. Even if you don't think it's you, start talking. If you realize that I'm talking to you, then that'll be great. You're live on the radio. If not... You've prepared for what you're going to say. Also, I would say this. I am doing well. 
I appreciate the fact that every caller needs to ask how I'm doing. The answer is well, all day long. I get to make a living writing, talking about sports, all right? Presume that I'm doing well. If I'm not doing well, trust me, I'll tell you. It's what I do on the radio, all right? Who is next, Dub? Michael in California. Michael in California, what's up? Hey, good morning. So basically, I think it's a, uh, I think it's a sad move, but it's a good move by the agent. Yeah. You know, I in California. Live here. I received emails from my employer through the government. Yeah. Thanks for the call. By the way, does every Outkick listener have a phone that doesn't work too? I used to just make fun of Kentucky because, like, every time we go to a caller in Kentucky, it's impossible to understand what they're trying to say. But it seems like like 95% of the people who call in have phones that don't work. They have the same cell service or something. Yeah. By the way, cell service is awful in this country in general. <laughs> 20 years ago when people started getting cell phones, the idea that we wouldn't be able to actually talk on our phones regularly, it would, would have been crazy. I feel like the number of places where phones don't work is increasing instead of decreasing. They've just given up. Like, uh, it's, well, a lot of times you're not going to be able to make foot calls. And every single person listening to me right now, there's a place near your house where you're like, oh, I just can't make a call there. No, I'm going to lose a call. I'm not even going to get on my phone right now because I know I'm going to lose it. Or you start off a phone call by saying, hey, I might lose you because I'm about to drive down this road where for some reason for 25 years the cell phone hasn't worked. Who's up next? Charlie and Dayton. Charlie and Dayton. What's up? Ohio. What's going on, Clay? Uh, still waiting for you to become commissioner of the NFL, man. Uh, I don't even know why people would ever like worry about Nick Bosa and like what he posts on Twitter. Like, I, I'm just curious how many people watch football and just like watching football and don't care who takes knees, who voted for who. Or anything. Just watch football. I think, thanks for the call. I think somehow we're getting an echo there now, too, which is awesome. I think the vast majority of the American public doesn't care about anything other than whether or not you're good at your sport. I I think the vast majority of the American public uh, doesn't give a damn about any player other than whether or not they are capable of making their team more likely to win. I think that's like 80% of American sports fans. And then there's a tiny percentage, which is vastly overcovered, that makes uh, want that has a, 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 a concerted interest in wanting athletes to be more political and wanting to them to be something other than athletes. Uh, who's up next? Last one. We got Michael in Florida. Michael in Florida. What you got for me, Michael? I, I think it's sad. I think it's sad and unnecessary that Nick is, has had to delete those tweets. Uh, for one, I'm I'm a rare unicorn. I'm a black Republican yep. in the state of Florida, and it's systemic, particularly in the black community. If you say you are a conservative, you may as well consider everyone in your shadows a gang member because you you literally feel for your well being, and. Nick Bosa is is I think just surrendering to 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 this pressure that you can be liberal in America but you can't say you're conservative. That's that's ridiculous. 
Yeah. I, I, thanks for the call uh, and for being a free thinker, no matter who you support. Um, I, if you listen to this show regularly, I am a uh, huge First Amendment absolutist. I got banned on CNN for saying I love the First Amendment and boobs, the two things that have never let me down. Uh, and, uh, and, and I think that the marketplace of ideas requires that people feel comfortable actually entering into the marketplace of ideas and combating beliefs. And ironically, the crazy thing about trying to constrict political opinion is sometimes ideas that are considered to be crazy end up being in the mainstream. For instance, 25 years ago, if you had said, hey, I think gay people should be able to get married, you would have been like, oh my God, I can't believe somebody has this opinion. Bill Clinton couldn't have gotten elected president endorsing gay marriage in 1992. He would have gotten crushed, I think, by George Bush Sr. if he had come out in 1992 and said, hey, I believe in gay marriage. Well, by 20, whatever it is, 14 it's the law of the land. And so it's not that long of a period, right? 22 years, a little bit over one generation. And it's not even disputed. People are like, oh, Donald Trump's racist. Donald Trump supports gay marriage. He's the most liberal Republican presidential candidate from a social perspective in the history of the country. He didn't even disagree with gay marriage as a Republican. That's how much the uh, opinions on this matter shifted in a really short amount of time. Why did that happen? I would argue because of the marketplace of ideas. Because people were willing to put out arguments and argue that their side deserves to be heard. And then as a result, the whole nation can decide whether or not we agree or disagree. And it doesn't mean that everybody agrees with something. There are lots of people who don't agree with every single thing that's a law in this country, right? Not every single thing, but every single individual law, there are people who disagree with whether or not it should exist. But it's a majority rule country. And so you should have the ability to share your opinions as widely and loudly as you possibly can and also be employed as a pass rusher in the NFL and not have an impact whether or not you can have that job. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros.
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their trips of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Pirelli tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their pirelli test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Here's Dub's five-minute segment, thanks to winning a bet with Clay Travis. How about that? And speaking of my bet, I parlayed this into two segments. How about that? Okay, I got a few theories for you. We'll get, try to get through them. The first one, and I chose these based on the, uh, if they actually happened, the uh, holy bleep, did that just bleep and happen reaction, that would be, number one, Littlefinger, one of my favorite characters, is still alive. Season seven, spoiler alert. Lord Peter Baelish, a.k.a. Littlefinger, has been executed by Arya Stark for his crimes against the Starks. But one theory suggests he's still alive thanks to a faceless man. Now, the faceless men, they hail from Bravos, and that's where Littlefinger and his family are originally from. Now, does it not seem strange when Littlefinger was executed that someone so smart, so scheming, could just be trapped and killed so easily? 
He's known for traveling all over the world of Game of Thrones just to save his own ass, basically. But when he was clearly in his most dangerous, in his most dangerous time, he just stayed put and hoped for the best. I say nay. Throughout the series, he is always three to five steps ahead of everybody. And there's one scene in particular in season seven that provides the evidence for this theory. And it's Arya spying on Littlefinger as he gives a coin to an unknown woman who appears to whisper to him, your time is up. Now, given his connections to Bravos, it's possible that this woman is actually a faceless man herself and that the coin he gives her is not a payment, but one of the coins of the House of Black and White. Now, Clay, for each of these theories, I want you to give me a 1 to 10 ranking on how uh, plausible you think these are in terms of their likelihood of happening in the I actually, I, I actually buy this at a very high level as likely. Like, that would be a big uh, surprise to a lot of people, but I, I, I kind of embrace this theory. I think Littlefinger may not be dead. And another thing that makes me think this could be true is the betting odds, which we will go yes. over tomorrow. Because Littlefinger has all of a sudden, you know, about a month ago, he just shows up as a name on the list of people who will potentially be ruling the Seven yeah, you Kingdoms. you can bet on who's going to be sitting on the Iron Throne at the end of Game of Thrones. And Littlefinger, even though he was theoretically executed at the end of Season 7, has suddenly shown up as a betting option. So, yeah, I think, I think that this is a, a very likely possibility. Yeah, I, I think I put it at about a six, so above yeah. average. Now, number two, this is less than a, less of a theory because this is most likely going to happen, and it's something that I have been waiting for and anticipating for probably the last three to four seasons, and that is the Clegane Bowl, the Mountain oh, yeah. versus the Hound. Yeah. Now, like I said, it's a quote-unquote theory because this is if this doesn't happen, I will be so mad I can't even comprehend to you how mad I'll be. Now, the Mountain are we- and the Hound are brothers, and uh, the Hound has been on the road mostly with Arya for like years and years, and the Mountain is brought back to life, right, as some sort of demon. We don't really know exactly because he's inside that armor, uh, but uh, but yeah, we're, we're waiting for this battle, no doubt. So I basically equate this to The Undertaker versus The Undertaker, right? Because both <laughs> these guys have basically escaped death so yes. many times, they're basically, you know, living dead. But are we going to get what we want? Because I think what everyone wants is for the Hound to get his revenge on his brother for burning his face as a child. Yeah, I also want Arya to see and be with the Hound again, too, uh, because their relationship and interaction was one of the good things about the middle years of uh, Game of Thrones when they were on the road traveling together for what felt like four seasons. Yeah, and that was a highlight for me personally watching it, seeing that those two you know, kind of get along, still hate each other. Now... If you remember in season seven finale, they finally meet face to face and the hound says, you know, I'm coming for you. You've always known. So, I mean, this one is 100% happening, in my opinion. Now, I don't know if we have too much time to get into this one, but I'll just say it quickly. This last theory suggests that the Night King will turn the dead Starks beneath Winterfell into White Walkers. Yeah, we got to talk about this to come back because that's kind of the... uh, So the the theory is that all of the dead Starks who are in the crypts underneath uh, of Winterfell where they are all buried, that the Night King is going to bring them all back to life. And there's a video of the living Starks walking down underneath Winterfell, which kind of gives you that indication that it might be happening, right? One of the uh, previews, which was chilling. Uh, So you think this is going to happen? I think it will, just based on the show's history and 
Well, I mean, I hope it will. I don't know if it will, but I, I certainly hope so. What a play of dollars that would be for everybody who's in the Stark family that's been killed so far to suddenly get brought back to life just so you can star in the final season and make like a million dollars just to do that, right? Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their trip of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of hand-cooked tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their hand-cooked test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be we are officially underway with the Masters. Uh, good luck trying to pretend to work while you're checking out Masters.com all day or downloading the Masters app and making sure you don't miss anything there. Encourage you to make sure you download the uh, iHeartRadio app and uh, download our podcast. Search out OutKick. Search out Clay Travis. You won't miss anything. Um, and uh, this is actually intriguing. So last night um, I was uh, pitching to two kids in the neighborhood, my, uh, my son and another kid on the tennis court, like letting them hit, uh, hit balls. Because I got two big pitching assignments coming up in the next two days. Tonight, I am usually the number two assistant coach. Like, uh, I mean, the there's the head coach and then I'm the assistant coach, the number two guy on the coaching staff. And the head coach is a former pitcher. Uh, my friend Jody uh, played at the University of Memphis. So he's a pretty solid, you know, you play baseball in college, you're a pretty solid pitcher. So we're still in coach pitch. So he's been the coach. He's out of town. And so I got to step in now and pitch to the kids. And I'm not going to lie, I'm a little bit nervous about it because there's a lot of pressure in coach pitch on the coach making sure that he makes good pitches because, one, you don't want to strike out your own kids. Two, you can strike them out if you throw a bad pitch. So And they got to swing at it because you get a limited number of pitches. So I'm nervous about that, so I was trying that out. And on top of that, on Friday – I'm throwing out the first pitch at the Vanderbilt baseball game. Vanderbilt's like the number one, you know, men's college baseball team in the country or something around there. And uh, I'm showing up for the pitch from the mound there. Uh-oh. And I'm, I got a pitch from the mound, uh, not, not even the mound, like the Little League field, a little bit in front of the mound. So uh, I'm a little bit apprehensive, a little bit nervous about both these performances. If you could only pick one really good performance, would it be with the kids tonight or – at the Vanderbilt. Oh, game. by far the kids. Like I would, I'd be fine throwing the worst first pitch ever at the Vanderbilt baseball. A fifty game cent. I would get ridiculed <laughs> for that, but it doesn't really impact the outcome of the game. If I go out and it, the only time in your life, as, as somebody who's played baseball, that you want to get shelled is when you're a dad pitching in little league baseball to your team, and you just want them to crush you. Like it's the only time where. A dad will give up a home run and like be pumped as a pitcher. It's the only time I could think of. Like the other, we played last week and some kid went yard. Like, I mean, he crushed the ball. And I, I was concerned that my car was going to get hit. And it's the only time that happens. And you're thinking to yourself, yes, I just gave up a home run. Totally counterintuitive. So, no, I, I would be terrified if I had a really bad pitching performance tonight at the game, the Little League game. Totally would trade that for an awful first pitch. I've done the first pitch before at the uh, at at minor league games, 
But, you know, if you if you bomb on the first pitch, I mean, you get made fun of a little bit. Maybe the video goes out, whatever else. It's not that big of a deal in the grand scheme of things. If you bomb in Little League, that's a tough situation to overcome. I don't think there's any doubt. By the way, we're getting crushed for thinking they reseed in the NBA. So is Eddie still there or has he already left? He took off the, he the did a firing bad job. squad. He led me over the middle <laughs> and just got me decked because I was like, wow, it's amazing that the Rockets are the four seed and they would theoretically be playing in the second round. And then Eddie's like, well, they got to reseed. And I would not have even thought about the reseed angle. I was t- totally thinking about how it's a surprise that the Rockets ended up the four seed. And instead, Eddie leads me over the middle and just gets me wrecked because I'm like, oh, maybe they do reseed. So his ignorance actually ended up infecting me and making me look stupid, which I'm fine if I mess up things and make you guys look stupid, but Eddie can't make me look dumb. Like, that's a big whiff by Eddie. And then he bails. He's not even here to answer the music for his stupidity. And then he's like, well, I'm a hockey guy, like, whatever. That's a pretty big cop-out. Don't you think? I mean, Eddie to lead me over the middle like that and then bail on the show early? Well, I mean... I wish he was here to speak for himself. Yeah, I, I know. I'm going to bring up this. Mouth. I have to bring up this tomorrow because I. The I know this, this is almost feed. as bad as you sleeping in this morning. I didn't sleep in. Uh, or your alarm not working. <laughs> my alarm didn't go off. <laughs> I mean, sleep you, in is like sleep in implies that it's intentional. True. Oh, I overslept and yeah. my alarm didn't go off. Yeah. Like I would love to sleep in, but that's intentional. It's like, oh, I get to sleep in tomorrow. No, I just didn't get up. Isn't the this is a worst feeling too, right? When you get a phone call and it wakes you up out of a deep sleep. Oh, I was sleeping so well, and then the, my phone's buzzing next to me, and I look over and I'm like, "Oh no!" But you know, I only missed like five minutes of the show. That's the benefit of having the home radio studio. Uh, otherwise, I'd have missed like the whole first hour. And I will say this: when you sleep through like the first six or seven minutes of the show, it goes a lot faster. Like this show seemed like it was just like over in so the snap of my fingers. Uh, All right, big deal. The Rockets are the four seed. In theory, they're going to play the Warriors in the one seed. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch strata coaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 